What's the point of the holiday celebrating human sacrifice? I don't know. There's like a bunny that murdered Christ and then three days went by. I, I'm confused by the whole thing. Let's do a creep off. another creep off i would like to welcome you all to the bottom of the internet or at least as far down as you might care to go my name is Vinny. i am your host this is my co-host carl hey Vinny, what's happening buddy uh happy easter happy to you happy easter to you hip hoppity happy easter to everybody we are recording a lot earlier than usual today because it is easter so it is in the a.m there is food to eat and chocolate baskets and rabbits to eat, I guess. This podcast where we talk about scum and villainy always ruins the rest of my day. Because I forget in my daily life that people like this exist. And then you and I do this research and we talk about these people. So this is going to fuck up my Easter. This, this is an appetizer, Carl, for me. Oof. This is, I live off of this stuff. I don't know, man. I don't know what my problem is. I don't know what disease it is that I have that makes me this <laughs> I way. I don't know either, but this goes back years. You used to have a show called Shoot the Thrill, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, where I came up with this idea. And you had the creep of the week on Shoot the Thrill way back in the day. So which, how, how many which, years ago was that? Uh, 2012, 2000. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. These are the most entertaining stories in the world they because are. they're entertaining, they're informative. It really helps you not be a sucker going through everyday life. Like if you think everyone is capable of absolute atrocity, then you're way more careful with the rest of your life. All right. Well, if you want to justify it with that, then I'll, I'll go along with it. Not just because you're fascinated by all these creeps and you feel better about yourself because you're not one of them. Or are you? Today, my creep is Vinny Paulino. One day, you might need a new co-host and you might have a really good story. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows what you're up to there, grinning asshole that you are. You probably just smile while you hurt animals. I don't know what you're up to. Oh, come on. All right. Would you like to know the score of last week's episode? Yes, I would because I will tell you that I went out and voted early on for myself. And I was in a commanding lead back then, so I'm feeling good about it. You voted for yourself? I did. Don't you vote for yourself? No. What? I don't vote for myself. Come on. Don't even tell me that. Why? Dude. <laughs> now I'm going to. You now should. I wouldn't feel bad about it. You should. You vote for yourself. All right. That's true. Even like when people run for president, they yes, don't vote for themselves. Of course they do. All right. Uh, the score this week. There it is. It's on your screen, Carl. 82.4%. <laughs> no. Holy shit, I wiped the floor with you. That's I... fucking amazing. <laughs> this is a big this is the biggest victory so far. If, by a fucking country mile. Yes. And you didn't even come up with this creep on your own. You didn't do any research. Somebody sent it to you. So what? So. Who cares? I, I had a more compelling argument than you did. Mm -hmm. So the show is all about. If I was going to vote last week, it probably would have been for you because Snake <laughs> was, yeah. that was even like much for me. I was like, 
Oh, yeah, it was bad. When you got to the the story about the nephew and the puppies, it was over with for me, Charlie. Oh, so uh, that means this is good news. That means that the score is now three to two. Congratulations! You're two points away from having me, you know, be the loser spinning the wheel. Yeah. So we got to get that wheel. We got to get all of the um, yes. different consequences filled in on there. I would like to uh, add a nomination for this. We got an email from someone named Mark. And Mark, God bless you for this one because I think this is quite good. Yeah. Uh, loser goes onto a bus, subway, or line up at the grocery store, takes out their phone, and loudly plays porno for seven seconds without <laughs> headphones. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to do that on the bus if I'm going to do that. Yeah. I'm just sorry I might know someone. <laughs> That's great. Go to a Tops. You'll be fine. You're not a Tops. it all these. It'll be just fine. Uh, oh, I yeah, I really like that one. It's going out of the wheel. Good job, Mark. That's a good one. So uh, listen. Seven seconds of porn. Is that how long? Yeah, seven seconds of porn, <laughs> loudly. That's great. Okay. And uh, also another email real quick. This one came in from uh, Eater Mon Mon. He wants to say, uh, for one week, someone can't pick a pedophile. <laughs> yeah, no shit. That's what this has turned into, hasn't it? Uh, really shake things up a bit. So yeah. that's... <laughs> All right, I like that. All right, Eater Mon Mon. Okay, and if you want to email the show, by the way, just email us to thecreepoffpod at gmail.com. Tweet us at creepoffpod or call and leave a voicemail, 585-371-8108. Are you ready to do the creep off? You have to go first. Yeah, let's do it. So I'm up first. I love to bring in a legit news clip. Because that's what makes this legit. You made fun of me for just having like people on YouTube talking about the person last time. So I'm just going to play this so that you know this is the real deal. At noon, a Lancaster County man has been sentenced up to 40 years in prison for sexual abuse of a preteen girl. Nicklaus Stoutzenberger was convicted of three charges, including a first-degree felony count of involuntary deviant sexual intercourse with a child. As part of his sentence, Stoutzenberger must register under Megan's law with police for the remainder of his life. All right, so this is Nicklaus Stoutzenberger, better known as Nick Bait uh, on the Internet. And Nick Bate is in jail for uh, molesting his uh, six-year-old sister. This is him admitting, oh admitting that he thinks that consensual incest is okay. Consensual incest, sure. Oh, my God. Okay, Nick, just say that again. Do you what? condone consensual incest? Uh, yes. Yes, I do. Or Yes, I did. All right, so that's our buddy Nick Bate saying that he does condone consensual incest. Now, what got him in trouble was there was a chat log between him and his friend where he said he told his buddy he molested his six-year-old sister. That was back in 2009 and 2010. In 2015, the girl went to the authorities and he was subsequently arrested for this, along with the chat log, what Nick did was he made a video to prove his innocence. Oh, fuck This me. is my favorite part of the oh, story. Oh, fuck me. All this right. is my favorite part. So this is the video. This is Nick setting this up. Hey, this is Nick Stoutzenberger, better known as Nick Bate. Um, I'm filming this video because I've been accused of sexually assaulting my sister and this is uh, me trying to prove that I didn't. Okay, so he goes on to say, 
I was lying in the chat log. All the stuff that I said was going on was I was just kidding and I can prove it. And this is where he's trying to walk it back and prove that he was lying. One thing um, that I can prove was definitely a lie in the chat log is that um, I mentioned in it that uh, I didn't do anal with her because uh, she had feces in her butt. And um, everybody knows that I'm a coprophiliac, so this wouldn't have stopped me. Yeah, if I were stupid. to molest somebody, I definitely would have done anal no matter what. I learn new words every single week on this show. So did you know about a coprophiliac? Uh, I thought it was people who are afraid of the least successful Manning brother. Close. Okay. It's people who are really into feces. Uh -huh. And this guy, in order to prove that the chat log was a lie, made a video. Well, I'll just play it for you. And I can prove that I'm a coprophiliac uh. because <laughs> here is my toilet in which I have just defecated, as you can see. Um, and I'm going to touch the feces and masturbate with it. <laughs> Now, I'm going to tell you something. I'm not, I don't have any more clips from that video, but I did watch it, and he does jerk off with his own shit in order to prove his innocence. <laughs> this, this is, uh, it's been, now, this guy, you'd be surprised to know, uh, it does only lives with family. Uh -huh. You really buried the lead that he was found guilty, too. Shocking yeah. with this evidence. <laughs> So, I can't stop having this. This is so fucked up. Dude, this is so fucked up. So, I didn't even think of this shit when we started this show. I know. Did you know it's going to get this fucking crazy? Oh. Nick Bate lived with his mom for a while. Then he lived with his aunt. I can't imagine having this monster live with you. Listen to this. As mentioned, Nick is a paraphile. And as many different fetishes, though he is straight, Nick obsessively hates vaginas. Instead, he only likes anal. He would express this by constantly talking about butts. He also said that he only watches porn involving anal sex. His obsession with anuses also plays into his scat fetish. He mainly yearns to watch women shit. But he also masturbates with his own feces. That's disgusting. During masturbation, that's not a reputable news source. His excrement all over the walls of his aunt's house. Uh, sorry, that was the main thing that I wanted to get to. Not only does he jerk off with shit, but then he wipes his hands all over the walls after he's, or wallies, or who cares what. better than your clothes. Is it? Yeah. Could you imagine someone living in your house wiping shit on the walls? But it's not your house, so. <laughs> Vinny. It's your aunt's house. I've made a pretty compelling argument for why Nick Bate should be the creep this week in our creep off, but I... I actually did bury the lead. There's something about this guy. Motherfucker. That no. is the worst part about this person. And we've, we've laid it all out there. The worst part about this guy is his music career. This guy's songs suck. Ain't only raping children and disemboweling and force feeding them their own intestines. I mean, he's got a lot of hits. That's just one of them. He also does the uh, Do My Wife and Some Children. This is a great song. I'm gonna do my wife and also some children in their butts. But 
the letters only if my wife says I can, which she probably won't. So I guess I'll just do my wife. Uh, two more for you. This is a song called Anna's, what, uh, what? Anna's Butt. <laughs> Who's Anna? <laughs> I think Anna's this supposed wife that he has. I don't think he has a wife. I don't know what this is. This guy's a little deranged. <laughs> gonna stick it in Anna's butt. Gonna do it in Anna's butt. Yeah, I'm gonna lick Anna's butt. Put my penis into Anna's butt. But the weirdest thing about this guy, besides the fact that he only knows one chord, he doesn't even know that chord. The weirdest part about How this guy. How can you make one chord sound wrong? <laughs> I know. It's, uh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Is that. He hates vaginas. I freaking hate vaginas. Vaginas really suck. Anuses are the only thing that I like to fuck. Yeah, fuck that guy. He also has a tiny penis. Microphallus, I and, believe they call it. And how do you know that? I watched the video of him jerking off with shit yesterday. This is how I'm spending my weekends now because of you. Don't blame me. I yeah, what do you mean? You. Don't blame you. Who sent you this? <laughs> I don't know. Some some listener. Uh, <laughs> how come you guys are sending Carl all the good stuff? Keep sending Somebody me good ideas. Somebody help me out. I love it. Oh, my God. All right. I think I've made my case. Nick Bate, vote for him. Vinny, what do you got this week, buddy? We're going to Thailand, Carl. Okay. We're going to Thailand. Thai police fear a wealthy real estate heir may have murdered scores of young women at his Bangkok estate. Cops have arrested 40-year-old Apichi Angwisit, or as he has been nicknamed the Metal Casket Killer, or the Thai Ted Bundy. And they discovered hundreds of human bones in the pond on his property, Carl. All women you're talking about. Uh, all women. Okay. Um, and he might have done things with their butts. We don't know. Because Ted Bundy did this thing where he traveled around and found women. This guy just brought them all to his house. Yeah. Well, apparently they're saying this guy is kind of good looking. Yeah. And I'm here to tell you that no. <laughs> you have a, uh, oh, yeah. I Hold on. I'm pulling it up for you. <clears throat> all right. Uh, let me just – how do I say this about him? He looks like if Ken Jeong was just shaved. Okay. Like if they just shaved him completely down, he's like a complete – Oh, weird. All right. Yeah. Like he's just the kind of hairless except for two giant – Eyebrows, very large eyebrows. You know what he looks like? What? When they show you the grays, the the aliens. Yeah. But with a big nose, he'd he'd be like if you put like a one of those fake noses on an alien. That's what that would look like. <laughs> By the way, could you just pronounce his name again for me? I want to hear you do that. Uh, a peachy onwisit. <laughs> Perfect. Yep, I love it. Yep, we're just gonna call him. TTB, Ty Ted Bundy. Okay, sounds uh, good. According to cops, he has a 22-year-old girlfriend named Cookie Warrenthorn. Sounds, sounds hot. Yep, yep, that's it. Uh, he has been described as a controlling boyfriend and even allegedly forced her to sleep in a metal casket to stop her from leaving in the middle of the night. <laughs> I mean, it's not controlling, that's kidnapping. It's Correct. a very different thing. Correct. He used to make her his 22-year-old girlfriend that he met at a party. Basically, she was like a party girl. Yeah. And uh, he force-fed her drugs, supposedly. Mm -hmm. And uh, By the way, very... giving a 22-year-old girl drugs is not difficult to do. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. It's, it's harder to get, to get candy from you than it is to get a 22-year-old <laughs> yeah. drugs. Uh, her parents reported her missing in July, and a snitch claimed she had been murdered. Former security guard at Apache's 
place told police during his time there that he had a heated argument with the girl before hitting her with a stick and stuffing her inside of the metal casket for two days until she died of suffocation. Oh, oh, Jesus. And that's according to the Toronto Sun. I like that you you described it as controlling at first. Well, that guy sure is controlling. Yeah, <laughs> that he beat her over different. the head with a fucking stick and suffocated her in a metal box. I've known guys who are controlling. That's not what that is. Would you like to know what he did after, Carl? Oh, no. I, I, I kind of doubt. She was then thrown into the pond full of alligators. Oh. That was on his property. Oh, okay. I thought he was going to do something with the body. All right. That's yeah. good. Well, we don't know if he did anything between then and there. There's not a lot of evidence at that point. Uh, this led police to the realms of the macabre when they found more than 300 human bone fragments in the compound. As the investigation proceeded, police stumbled upon many bones in the pond as well as one body wrapped in a plastic bag and buried on the man's garden. Uh... The police said the evidence suggests there have been at least three victims. This girl, the 22-year-old girlfriend, and two other females, one whom is believed to have been between the ages of 15 and 18, the other is an adult. The investigation has found several women were involved with this culprit have disappeared. So several other women are unaccounted for that were hanging out with this guy. They include friends, girlfriends, and prostitutes. Can I just throw this out there because I watched The Tiger King and- yeah. If you own tigers or alligators, why do you own these animals? It's to get rid of the evidence, right? Carol Baskins, this TTP guy. I think as soon as you have a collection of these types of animals, you should be investigated. Well, the pond is going to be drained and they're going to find out more. But here's the most interesting part about TTB. Yeah. If he was a serial killer, if, he, if he's found guilty and all this stuff, his father was a real estate mogul who was convicted of butchering a 15-year-old girl in 1983 in anger after she broke his fish tank. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Yeah, so uh, he stuffed his girlfriend in a casket and suffocated her to death after hitting her in the head a couple times, then threw her body to alligators and possibly the bodies of many other people. And uh, that's my creep. Yeah, I I, that's a pretty good one. I have to say, we got to figure out what creeps are because this guy is just a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> Your guy probably is too. <laughs> yeah, he just sure. hasn't been caught. This whole story really freaked me out, and I wish I had more news clips on it, but all of them were in Thai. So, like, there was nothing I could have played for that you. That would have been kind of funny if you had just played that for me. Yeah, but either way. What an asshole! That's on me. That's on me. But, yeah, that's my uh, my creep this week. Murderer. TTP. Animal hoarder. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I love that it's like, I, I think we can kind of not worry about the uh, alligators. That's not really the main problem here. Right, right. They said that one of the bodies was attached to like a metal gate. So they were like tied to the gate and thrown in there. So they might have been alive when it happened. Wow. I should probably throw that in there too. Wow. And uh, all right, Carl. Sounds like a real Your guy's, a, your guy's a, a terrible musician. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean that, seriously, this is, this is not good. You don't know Anna. You don't know Anna the way he knows Anna. Uh, listen, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I've written a song or two in my day. That is not good songwriting. In fact, Vinny, back when you had the Shoot the Thrill show, eight years ago, whatever it was, yeah, you asked me to write a theme song for it. I have it. And I have it, too. Are you going to play it? I brought it. Oh. I brought it. So, so, true story? Yeah. I would not allow this to be played. Correct. Vinny asked me to write a song, and he didn't give me a ton of direction, but he said that your tagline was, like, 
fuck radio, we're better, yeah. or we're better, we're fuck radio. We're talking like 2011, 2012, yeah. or something like that. Right, when, when you were competing with radio because there weren't podcasts and things like that that right. were out there. And Vinny had this show with a whole cast of characters, and, and you would do it from the, the attic of your house. Yep. Um, I came on a couple times, and I came on to present this song that I wrote for you, and it is a pile of crap. Gonna win the creep off this, <laughs> this, for this, this song. I'm already having, like, just, ugh. No uh, I know, I know. So this song, I decided to go with this, like, hardcore punk rock song. I, you know, I thought I'd bring some energy to your show. I started off with this this uh, thrash punk song. Oh. And I play all the parts except for the drums, and it's... I also believe you're fronting this little orchestra. It's, it's, yes, it is so bad. It is so bad. So here is the Shoot the Thrill theme song that I wrote. No, it really isn't the Shoot well, the Thrill Well, no, theme. it's not. It never became the theme song. It never got played again. <laughs> Four, five, six, two. That's way too long, dude. <laughs> A narcissist like me hate the sound of my own name. Oh, I know. It's so terrible. Oh, god damn it, Carl. How many parts were in that song? It was like a fucking epic. You're like, hey, can you just write a theme song? Like, no, I'm going to write an entire album. Meatloaf would have told you it was too <laughs> yeah, long. No shit. The fuck was I thinking with that? Oh, god, Carl. And what I love about it is uh, how you always end with applause for yourself. Pipes <laughs> <laughs> and applause for can yourself. I tell, can I tell I you? I did good. Can I tell you why I had to do that? I gave the track to my drummer to record the drums to, and for some reason he didn't give me a tight out. He started doing all this like banging on the fucking drums. I'm like, idiot! That's not how you end a theme song. That's not how you start one either, <laughs> asshole. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Everything about that is terrible. Thank the you for bringing that in today. Singing, oh my god, the singing is awful. It's <sighs> mixed so poorly. 
It's and so you really poor, sell the show well so too. Poorly Do you like jokes about recent news? Listen to these <laughs> drunks. I know. I, I listen to these uh, these rants uh, by, with humor fueled by booze or something like that. Meanwhile, you guys are all potheads. It doesn't even make sense. Yeah, like nobody, <laughs> no drinking. one's drinking. <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, and for that, I'm going to just say that. All right. I thought that was fun. Wow. I thought that'd be fun to bring I just show. laughed so hard. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Carl, how red was my face back then? You like, couldn't even look at me. Dude. Uh, <laughs> all good right. Job. Good job, buddy. Good uh, job. Way I, to bring it today. I think that I am leading the scum parade today. <laughs> Here we go, walking down Main Street with no marching band. But here we go anyway. We're going to start off in the Sunshine State, Hillsborough County. Our suspect, identified as Michael Benson, was arrested Wednesday afternoon, just hours after the sheriff's office released footage showing a heavyset man in his 30s or 40s inside of a Chipotle. Doing what, you ask? The man waited in line to order, bent down, and put his phone beneath the clothing of a teenage girl. That's right. He took an upskirt shot of a teenage girl in the Chipotle. He then quickly glanced at the device before looking around the restaurant where several other patrons were waiting to order ahead of the young victim. There's two different angles of this, too. You can watch the video of him doing this. And uh, was he conspicuous, Carl? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was two of me, number one. He was a big boy. Yep. And big boys, I'll tell you something about us, weak knees. Yeah, you can't do anything discreetly. Right. Like, you're, there's a bit of a stumble. He tries to, as fast as humanly possible, get his fat arm down and his body down low enough to get underneath a skirt that really wasn't even a short skirt. And that's the thing. Like, there's got to be shorter skirts that you can attempt this with and get away with it a little bit easier. I have to say, people have the wrong idea about upskirt photos. They're the worst. The lighting is terrible. The woman isn't posing properly. Not to mention the smell. I blame Sharon Stone from Basic Instinct for people thinking that this is a good idea. What they don't realize is that scene required two gaffers, a key grip, five producers. There was a lot of lighting involved in Sharon Stone's twat. You're not going to get that at a Chipotle. You don't like a vagina shot? What are you, Nick Bait? <laughs> yeah, fuck those vaginas. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> All right. So that's Michael Benson. He's in trouble. In Orlando, uh, police say Subdeem Katani allegedly committed more than a dozen instances of fraud. Where did he commit these crimes, Carl? In three counties in New Jersey from Orlando. Multiple pizzerias lost thousands of dollars on giant orders placed and then never picked up or paid for. South Brunswick Police Deputy James Ryan told News 4 this week that at least one restaurant closed after losing a substantial amount of money on a fake order. Vinny, you are the only guy I know who has a Google alert set up for the word pizza. 100% correct. <laughs> Don't fuck with pizza. In multiple cases, authorities said Catani allegedly screamed vulgar and racist abuse at Italian employees of the restaurant, wishing the coronavirus on them and telling them to go back to Italy. This is my favorite part of the story because racism against Italians, like that's old-fashioned racism. Leave my people alone. That is some good old-fashioned racism. Like, what's next? We're going to talk about the Irish? 
We're gonna start setting down some Irish pubs. Yeah. These fire bushes have had it too good for too long, I say. Uh, Round listen, up everyone with potato breath and get them out of here. Listen, Patty, we're going to you in the back of the wagon. Now, in multiple cases, he says that he's calling and yelling Italian ethnic slurs. I was like, hey, Dago, I want 50 pizzas. <laughs> and like, <laughs> they're making the pizzas, these fucking idiots. What pizza shop gets one big order and has to close down? Yeah, that's, that's not well run. <laughs> that's not a, that that uh, WAP doesn't know what he's doing, does he? <laughs> Uh, that grease for brains, Dago, really fucked us on this one, didn't it? <laughs> you just don't hear about Italian racism very often. I, I feel like we were all past that. It's uh, so weird. I have a lot of overly Italian people in my family. Yeah. So I'm with this guy. I really am. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, they say they're working with authorities in Florida to find Katani, who is currently on probation for selling fake tickets to Walt Disney World. Hey. I got some cheap passes for Disney World. You ain't a guinea, are you? He faces theft charges in New York, and police are looking for whether he could face bias and harassment charges as well. You know how I know that you were offended by this? Because your name is Vinny Paulino! <laughs> oh. It's your kryptonite. I love oh, it. Oh, it got under my skin. I did a oh. Fuck you, Carl. We're going to go down to uh, Sioux City. Yeah. Sean Salmon, 53. She's a lady with a guy's name. Yep. Sunday afternoon, reportedly, she walks into the police station and says, Officers, I used meth, which appeared obvious uh, since the paranoid Salmon was sweating profusely and acting erratically, police say. While speaking with police, Salmon was requesting that officers check her narcotics for the COVID-19 virus. She thought someone put COVID-19 in her meth. Yes. And she went to the police. And she wanted the police to check it. Yes. that's where they have the 100% equipment for correct. That. So during a subsequent pat-down uh, on a search of her truck, they recovered 14.4 grams of meth, marijuana, and a large amount of drug paraphernalia. So she was arrested. And this is what makes her creepy. According to her Facebook page, she works as a psychiatric mental health nurse practitioner. Yeah, two different medical centers. Yes, at two different medical centers. <laughs> so she's a medical professional. Yeah. Someone has allowed this woman to be a medical professional. Now, if I recall, aren't nurse practitioners able to write prescriptions? I have no idea. I, I don't know, but I know that they have like a lot more authority than most nurses do. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, she also posted lots of things about social distancing the last week, telling people to wake the fuck up and stay home. Yeah, she takes social distancing very seriously, which she's a drug addict. Of course she wants to stay home. I don't see a lot of meth heads lining up for the latest musical that's coming out. Sure. That's what drug addicts do. They stay home and do drugs. And then she wants to be applauded for it. Look at me. I'm not going out. Yeah, because you're shooting a meth, you fucking asshole. Yeah. And she's so fucking crazy. She went to the cops to, like, search her stash. Well, that's the only good thing about meth is that it makes you do stupid things that get you caught. Yeah. There you go. Now, uh, last but not least, we are ending down in Florida. I believe this is around Daytona Beach because they said Flagler Beach. Florida woman placed plastic Easter eggs stuffed with pornographic images and other items in the mailboxes of scores of homeowners. Carl, doesn't this sound like positive? Yeah, so far so good. Yeah, well, investigators allege that Abril Sistoni, 42, delivered the X-rated material over the past several days, resulting in her arrest on 11 counts of distributing obscene items. A charging affidavit alleges that Sistoni stuffed mailboxes with Easter eggs and a pamphlet containing incoherent rants <laughs> about local religious clergy and multiple pornographic images. Would you like to know what was in one of the eggs, Carl? Yes, I would, please. One orange Easter egg contained 
one goldfish cracker, (laughs) one strawberry drink mix, one piece of toilet paper, and two pornographic images. After a homeowner last night called 911 to report the suspicious person placing something in her mailbox, cops pulled her over. She admitted that she was distributing the plastic Easter eggs and pamphlets. Uh, She said she distributed the obscene materials because, quote, homosexuals are allowed to teach in the church. Yes. She also claimed that she did not have symptoms related to COVID-19. She was not attempting to spread the virus by delivering her pamphlets. Yeah, that was kind of shoehorned in there. I don't know why you you would assume that. But she was just saying, I'm not breaking any laws. Oh. Just putting porn in people's mailboxes because of the gays. They threw the book at her. They even charged her with violating a state order barring travel not related to essential activities. And... I have to say that if alerting people that there's a gay man allowed to teach classes in a church isn't an essential activity, I don't know. I mean, the laws are changing rapidly. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, This lady has seen better days, too. Like, she really is just like, she looks a little bit like Magda from There's Something About Mary. Yeah, her her hairstylist was forced to shut down a couple (laughs) months ago, it looks like. That's why I was like, this has got to be Daytona Beach. This just looks like Daytona Beach all over. This is a weird tactic to report a gay man working in a church. Does this idiot not know about 4chan? Yeah, I know. She's going around people's mailboxes? Just dox them, honey. Just dox them online. Yeah, you don't know how to communicate this kind of information? Well, that's the scum parade for this week, Carl. That's fantastic. Fantastic, Vinny. You always do such a good job with the scum parade and such a terrible job with your argument for the creep of the week. Yeah, a guy who murdered a bunch of people and (laughs) fed them to alligators. So don't forget to vote for Nick Bate. I need to take a commanding 4-2 lead. Oh, Christ. And then next week we're going to start getting all of our – what are are we calling these things? Uh, Consequences. Consequences onto the wheel. Yeah. Send your consequences uh, to us again. The email is thecreepoffpod at gmail, or text or tweet us at creepoffpod, or leave us a voicemail, 585-371-8108. Is that your phone going off again? Yeah. That happened in the last episode, and it fucked me up, and I was listening back to it, because I thought my phone was going, anyway. Well, that's your problem, Carl. That is my that's problem. That's the end of the creep off for this week. Don't forget to vote for uh, Ty Ted Bundy. Yep. Nick Bate. This is where you start our sign-off. Nice to be important. But it's more important to be nice. Good gear. Metal casket killer. 